Coming up on Digging Into the Future. So, I mean, first and foremost, integrity. You want honest people uh, around you. You want people that have uh, the intellectual horsepower to understand what it is you're doing and to hopefully uh, help you anticipate uh, where the business is going. Today, we've got uh, the honor of uh, Bill Stein, an old friend, but also uh, a great uh, uh, philosopher, but also, uh, I would say, leader in terms of understanding the trends of the future, uh, in terms of what where technology is going, a longstanding uh, member of the, the Silicon Valley elite uh, leaders, and, and uh, a gentleman who's, who's really been uh, also very open and helpful uh, for many of us uh, up-and-coming CEOs and, and learning about uh, you, you know where, where the world's going and, and, uh, and a great partner for many of us. So I'm really honored uh, today to have uh, Bill Stein with us. In v- your view, is it, uh, as, as you think about becoming a CEO, and, and uh, is the CFO route the best way to go, or, or what's, what's, what's your thoughts? I mean, look, I think there are a number of different paths. Um, I was a lawyer became a, before I became a CFO. And I think uh, certainly in the real estate world, it's useful to have both a legal background and a finance background because it, uh, the business tends to be both legally intensive and uh, financially intensive. You need to know the numbers. You need to know the, uh, the, the terms and the documents. Um, you know, I think in the data center world, uh, I think uh, a sales background is, makes a lot of sense too. So I, I think that uh, there, there are any number of paths to the Top, but I think it's certainly very helpful to have a background in finance because at the end of the day, uh, your goal is to re- return and earn a reasonable return on invested capital given the risks that are taken. And uh, if you lose sight of that, you're, you're not going to be in business for very long. You've had a good run, and it's a, uh, I'm sure, will continue for the, 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 the future. I mean, one thing that's um, interesting also is you've surrounded yourself with a pretty good board. What do you, what's uh, when you when you look for board members? Um, obviously, Silicon Valley's uh, a great, I guess, place to find folks. But what do you, what do you look for when you're trying to, to surround yourself with uh, uh, board members? Um, you know, in in a in a business like yours, where you've got to be dynamic uh, and change at times or not, uh, depending on how you, how you're looking at the model. So, I mean, first and foremost, integrity. You want honest people. Uh, around you. You want people that have uh, the intellectual horsepower to understand what it is you're doing and to hopefully uh, help you anticipate uh, where the business is going. You'd like people that have been there before. So I would say sound business judgment. They've seen situations before and can relate what you're going through to, to what they've been through in the past, either as executives or board members. Uh, you know, Being a board member is different than being a CEO. Uh, because you're part of a collective, so it's a it's a it's a different decision making process, and I think sometimes that's an adjustment. So I would say important skills there are tact, diplomacy, and uh, strong interpersonal skills. Um, I think it's important to have basic financial literacy, and that's why we we frequently start new directors out on the audit committee, so they can get to know the numbers, how our how our business works uh, in that regard. You know, I, I think relevant subject matter expertise is useful. 
although at the same time, having people that are deep in other but adjacent spaces can be helpful too, as long as it's not too adjacent, too far away. And, uh, and I think it's also important that a director understand the line of demarcation between management and the board. Yeah, no, it's, I think, I guess probably managing that transition is, is a challenge, right? I mean, it's sort of, because uh, as you grow, um, becoming much more institutional, right? I think is what you, you sort of have to do, I guess. It requires diplomacy on both sides of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, that's, that's a good thing, answer. You know, the other good thing answer. That's interesting, Bill, is as the CEO, you're also a member of the board. Yep. So you're both a member of management and uh, and a member of the board. So you wear both hats. Yeah. No, no. And it's obviously if you get to the, the chairman role, you can have three roles, right? So in, in some ways, right? You're a board member and chairman. Uh, um, all right. Let's, let's just talk real quick about COVID. So you've managed to uh, survive the, the COVID. Uh, have you, what, what's, uh, how have you found life for the last 12 months? Is it, obviously, it's been different, um, but how, how do you run uh, DRT in sort of this uh, COVID environment? Well, I mean, look, we have a, I think we've got a great team here and that's, uh, that's been really helpful. So, uh, you know, I have a, uh, a head of operations who uh, spent a good bit of his early career in the Marines. Yeah, he's got a, a background in, uh, in, in intelligence well, but he's, he's served in, uh, in military theaters on the ground. So he's, uh, he's seen his fair share of crises and he was very helpful in, uh, in helping us navigate this, as was our, our head of HR. So uh, we were very quick to uh, to uh, really shut down our facilities, um, not the data centers, but our offices. Uh, we we implemented the appropriate safeguards for people who were coming into this place. You know, we had, as any large company has would, we had a lot of events scheduled, you know, sales recognition events, uh, offsites, and all that sort of thing. And we we canceled all that and went virtual. Um, so it was really moving moving on, and then we. You know, we moved the data center towards the sales engagements, if you will, to virtual. So uh, we, we developed virtual tours for customers so they could see the space and uh, without being there in person. So I think that uh, I think we, our team did a really good job of, uh, of transitioning. And, and hopefully uh, all that is or most of that is behind us now. Now, do you think you're going to keep a lot of these habits going forward? Are you going to have face-to-face staff meetings or are you going to continue to pull them all in on Zoom? Or, or uh, I mean, how, how do you think, you know, when you can sort of fly around the world again and, and uh, will you or, or will you try and do more virtual going forward? Look, I think that there are some meetings that you can do virtually, for sure, that, that before we did in person. And uh, I'll be a big fan of those because it saves time and money. Uh, but at the same time, I think that there's a lot to be said for meeting in person. This last week, we had a hybrid board meeting in Austin, Texas. So we had a number of executives show up in person and a number of directors and, and others stayed home and, and participated virtually. And I'll tell you, it was really good for morale uh, for I think both the directors that attended and the members of management. I'm really glad we did it. And, and I know they were too, the, the, the people that, that attended in person. So, and, you know, once travel opens up, I have my, I need to get on a plane and get out to Europe because, uh, you know, we, we did a major, uh, merger in March of 2020 
and I've been out to uh, to see the uh, the team over there. We have a thousand employees in Europe that uh, uh, haven't seen much of the uh, the team in the U.S. yet. So we need to get over there as soon as uh, the borders open up. So you you think that uh, we've got a good run coming uh, in the digital space, right? Is that uh, what 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 uh, what's your view for the next two to three years? Uh, should we look forward to um, you know this expansion continuing, or or uh, what's what's your thoughts? Well, I think the great thing about our business is that it seems to be relatively immune to the economic cycle because of the secular demand drivers. Now, that's not to say if there isn't economic growth, our company won't benefit because it will. Clearly, if the enterprises have more money to spend, they're, they're going to spend it to some extent to upgrade their IT and to continue their digital transformation. But even if they're in a, uh, in a bad way and they're, they're, you know, they're trying to conserve resources, one of the obvious ways to do that is to substitute capital for labor. So you know, invest, invest more in your, in your processes and systems and make yourself more efficient and outsource, frankly. And, you know, the cloud is just, you know, in, in some ways, it's another way to outsource your IT. Yep. No, no, it's it definitely, uh, that, that's uh, another growth uh, plank. Uh, I think we can all look forward to hopefully, because uh, I think people have just been doing triage uh, and now they're, they're going back to sort of real planning again, which is good. Um, I think for all of us. I agree. All right. Well, this is Bill Stein. Thank you very much, Bill, for uh, spending some time with us on uh, digging into the future here with the PTC. Um, thanks again, Bill, for coming to us from, from Austin, Texas. Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me and great to see you again. Take care. Stay you well. Too. You too. Take care, Bill.